Hello, hello, and welcome back to Release It, where our motto is letting go of things that hold you back. And I'm Cynthia Haynes. And I'm Harold Weaver. And so we're just going to kind of recap on some of the things we already talked about for if there's some new listeners that are just tuning into our podcast show. So we're discussing spiritual and moral injury. And in my opinion, I kind of see them um, joint together because of the fact that um, spiritual, it has a lot to do with your, uh, with some people say, you know, with the church or just in general. But I think it's still an internal thing, which leads, leads to your morals because a lot of your values are sometimes linked to your spiritual values. So... And last week we talked about, we moved on, we moved on from the definitions of spiritual moral, and then we moved on to symptoms and behaviors that are connected to these injuries or these wounds that you might have from traumatic events from your past or even in the future. And so today we're going to talk about meditation mm-hmm. and how important meditation is. So I'm just going to give you with um, a brief synopsis of meditation, the benefits. So meditation has been the central practice in almost every spiritual and religious tradition for thousands of years. Regular meditation will enrich your life, develop your consciousness, and cultivate abilities that will benefit you now and in the future. Some of the direct and indirect benefits of meditation I have listed right here. So direct benefits when it comes to spiritual development, it develops the mind, qualities such as creativity, intuition, and wisdom. It develops your heart, qualities such as compassion, courage, peace, and joy. And then it develops the body, qualities such as well, resilience, and presence. Systematically activities high levels of consciousness and purifies your awareness. So indirect benefits, they're going as far as like personal development, psychological healing. Um, It calms the body and the mind and improves the quality of thought. It increases feelings of peace, happiness, and contentment. Reduces stress, anxiety, depression, and anger. Subdues automatic ego reactions and conditional behaviors. And it can reduce our biological age from 5 to 10 years. I like that part right there. So I want us to, to kind of like um, talk about meditation. I know there's different ways you can do it. Some people use yoga as a, a form of meditation where it embodies the whole body, the mind, and you become one. And so... Um, it helps you to relax. Um, for me, my mind is always racing. So I have trouble with like shutting it down to actually like be in a quiet room and focus on one thing. So what for my meditation, I like to either listen to prayers, I listen to music, and that kind of centers me with my meditation. What about you, Harold? Well, I was just informed that... Um, Prayer is a form of meditation. Um, I never really seem to have uh, looked at it that way, but now that I've been, um, now that it was shared with me, it, it does kind of coincide with each other. So um, now I realize I've done a lot of meditation, meditating myself as well, because I do a lot of prayer. So um, you can look at it that way as well if you haven't already, because I guess I'm behind the power curve where that comes into play. But I do a lot of praying, so I've been doing a lot of meditating. And it works for me because 
It helps me calm myself down. It helps me work on my patience. It helps me work on my faith. It um, strengthens my belief in the spiritual God and the spiritual almighty that I uh, cherish. That was kind of deep, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. it Okay. Okay. So um, I was watching, uh, I'm just going to give an example. So I was watching uh, a TV show. So sometimes with my spiritual uh, awakeness, I'm going to say that, God will speak to me through sometimes a TV show. Sometimes it, it happens with stuff, nature outside. Um, sometimes it's, you know, things in the house. If I'm cleaning, I might run across something or whatever. And then I have to I have to sit down and then I have to think about it. And then God gets my attention. So this one particular um, incident, um, I, I watched something on TV and it was dealing with, um, I, I realized that I needed to do some forgiveness. And then the more I started thinking about this, so yesterday, which was a, a, a good thing, I went, I went and had a massage done. The great thing about the place that I go to is that they always play like this um, instrumental, but it's like soft and Christian music. And most of the songs, I know it. So as I was laying, um, I started just like meditating. And so I just started like thinking on the some of the things that I do, because last week we talked about behaviors and certain symptoms that could be connected to these um, injuries or wounds that we had. So God was still dealing with me on, okay, now you forgive. So now let me show you where all this stuff was being connected and why you were doing some of the stuff you was doing. So I started thinking about the thought that came to my mind was, why is it that I feel that I have to sacrifice so much of myself and put myself last and put people above me. And I'm just going to use my kids as an example. So last week we talked about I had a lot of guilt because of some of the, the things that I've been through, some of the relationships I had and how I um, some of them in, I, I have injuries from it. So um, as far as like internal injuries, not physical, just just trying to keep you on track. So anyway, so what he what I began to think about was why do I put myself last? Why do I just overstretch myself and try to help other people and compensate them and then I'm rushing or I'm lacking? And so God brought me back to the forgiveness piece. So the forgiveness piece was concerning my mother. So I had some childhood things that had happened that um, led me to have to, I had led me have to, to forgive my mom and plus myself. And so what he started showing me was it was behind a spirit of fear. And the fear was of not being accepted. The fear was of being rejected. And so because of my fear, not knowing that I was operating in this, this fear, that's what made me, that's what um, has me to have this behavior of putting myself last and trying to help other people so much because of the fact I don't want to be rejected and I just want to be accepted. That's pretty deep. Okay. So then I said, wow. Wow. That makes sense. So I start thinking about other things that I've been doing that 
It's all connected in it, and it's all about acceptance. So then I'm, so my question was, how do I change it? What do I do? And so what I do is when I find something negative, I let it go, and then I'll ask God to replace that with something good. And so what God told me was, which I've heard this passage many times, that he has not given me that spirit of fear, but he's given me power. He's given me a sound mind. And so if I would resist these thoughts that are coming to me that I'm operating in, then God would be there to strengthen me. And then that way I'll be able to um, not worry about who's accepting me because I'm accepted by him. And that's all I need. So anyway, I said all that. And Harold, what you got? <laughs> well, um, of course, if you don't know me, you're about to. Um, I always have a completely different twist. I guess that's the best way to put it. And I say that to say that I think that the first step that you have to get to in all of this is understanding, realizing, and acknowledging your own worth. If you can do that, then that's half the battle. Because now you're not really worrying about being accepted. You're just going to um, look to be dealt with for who you are. But you got to know who you are first to know your worth. And that's where everything begins. Just knowing your worth, knowing who you are to know your worth. And then you're not really worrying about being accepted to that extent where it bothers you, where you can't function. Hopefully that makes sense. But with all that being said, meditating can get you there. Praying can get you there. So if if you understand completely what I'm saying, I break it down as best I can. But my point is, all of these things coincide each other. All of them connect to bring you out of whatever that funk that you might be in, that depression that you might be in, that stressing that you're dealing with. You just got to take one step at a time. But you also have to have patience for each step to work its work before you move on to the next step to be connected to the ultimate goal. And the ultimate goal is to know your worth so you don't feel like you have to be accepted, that you're okay. When you're not being accepted, because the way I see it, whoever chooses not to accept you, guess what, y'all? That's their loss. How about that? How deep was that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So like Mike Harold says, is that it's not a, um, a one-day process. Right. It is a process. Absolutely. And we had a conversation the other day, and it was like, like I told him, it's like a, it's like an onion. There's many layers in the onion. So when you get from you get first, you got to get around that peeling that's on there. That's that's keeping it hidden. And you have to go through the peeling. And then once you get that off, then you start getting to the meat. And then as you start healing from one thing, then you you, you move to the next thing. But it's all a process. It's not going to be a day. It could be three months. It could be a year. But you just have to um, be patient. And take some of the tools that we're giving you, and you have to you have to use them. Don't just listen to what we're saying, but you have to make it practical. You have to believe in them. So, um, like I said, it's it's a deeper layer when we talk about the spiritual and moral because a lot of times you don't even know you have it. But there are sometimes I'm sure you scratch your head and say, "Why did I do that?" Oh, where did this thought come from? And if you can take the time and sit as soon as you get that thought and meditate on it, then you can trace it down to the root 
and get your answer and get free from standing. So the next time it might possibly come back around, you better recognize it sooner and not do it or not have that thought or have that negative thought that you might have had initially when you had to deal with it. Your homework assignment. And the homework assignment is going to be, I want you to get a journal and do a daily writing for at least a week. And I want you to record every negative word that you are saying. Be more mindful of how you're speaking and what you're saying, saying to others. And as you catch these negative words or thoughts, write it in that journal. And then once you wrote this for a week, I want you to go back and I want you to change every negative word you had and make it two positive words for that one negative. And just watch how things start changing and how you start shaping future things to come. So um, as I mentioned, I want to play a prayer that I listen to for meditation uh, to close out the session. And um, we pray you have a blessed week and we look forward to talking to you next week. So with that being said, here goes the prayer. Already over um, anything left over uh, hanging around in this room that wants to insert itself, inject itself, or otherwise um, mess with what's going on. Father, we, um, we just kick to the curb anything that will not bow its knee to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have no place here. We give you none. Holy Spirit, we invite you. Come and minister to those that you love. We submit to you. We give you place. And we thank you so much for what you have done for us. For what you've provided us with what you've shown us. Father, in Jesus' name, I take authority over this time, this space, this place, this dimension in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, I ask you to disconnect every one of them from every second heaven entity that's gained access to them for the purpose of inflicting torment and trauma. I specifically ask you to disconnect them from fear, chaos, death, destruction. Anything that has bound or blocked development Disconnect them right now, Father, in Jesus' name. And Father, I ask you to disconnect him from um, all of the schemes and contracts and agreements that demonic entities have made with each other. To torment, torture. Disconnect, Lord. Father, I take authority over every body in this place. In Jesus' name, 
for a few minutes, and I command their bodies to release all of the effects of trauma. Everything that it has held onto, down to the cellular level, for accidents, injuries, medical procedures, surgeries, invasive medical procedures, broken bones, cuts. But I also command their bodies to release all of the, the effects of trauma with respect to rejection, abandonment, death, divorce, loss of dreams, hopes, aspirations. Every time that they were robbed, stolen from, and you'll come out without harm or injury. Just command you to release it all. Don't hang on to all of the pent up stress. Anxiety, worry, results of fear. I command your bodies to release all of the fear of the future. How is this going to work out? What's going to happen? All of the issues regarding health. Business, children, spouses. Let's command all of that out of your body. You can't hang on to any of it in Jesus' name. This was just a piece of what I listen to. Sometimes I listen to it when I'm asleep. Um, if you would like to hear more of this, it's free. You can get it um, from Jim and Pat Banks, one word, dot com, and it's Traumatic Prayer. So I hope you enjoyed that, and I just uh, look forward to speaking to you again on next week. Thank you.